Welcome again to the Nice Things Commentaries. My name is Paul Carmichael and I am joined, as always, by my colleague, Michael Livesley. Hello, dear. How are you? Hello. I'm very well. I'm not happy with this weather. It's drizzly. It reminds me of that old Those April Showers song. Who's that? Don't know. Oh, okay. Those April showers, though April showers may come your way, they bring the flowers that bloom in May. Oh, okay. That's the song. Well, oh no, that's fair enough. And the well, here's the thing, though. Of course, it's average April weather, which Mm. is kind of useful, isn't it? Because today we're going back in time to the 16th of April, 1975. Wow, seamless day. Look at that. Channel Five are going to be on the phone any minute. I hope it's switched on silent. Piss on them. Anyway, so know? no, I would actually. I'd like. Yeah, like, of course you would. I'd like to work at Channel Five. Yes, yeah, so me too. He needs yeah. me. Yeah, we could do something for you at the minute. So we're heading back to 1975. Memories of 1975, dear good ones. Memories of 1975. Mm. I'd have been two. Um, probably getting my Rupert the Burr magazine thing that came with a, a flexi disc that smelled very interesting. It came with a and flexi the Bay disc. City Rollers. Yeah, it what, came with a flexi what, disc. What was on it? Can't remember. It'll have been a story. Oh. I remember having it. We went to my auntie Bet's and mm. had shepherd's pie, and the onion was cut too thick. I love. I loved those. There was one that you got with um, Rice Krispies. Mm. It was a flexi disc, and you could send off that, and it was white, and it had a story about the two. You know the two little goblins on the front of a Rice Krispies box. Yeah, and they're called Snap, Crackle, and Pop, and it was stories about them. And I adored this little record, and it got stolen. E, well, know. I think it got stolen. But here's the thing: years later, when you think these things through, what I was told was my playgroup that I attended had been burgled, right? Which it had. That's mm. fair enough. But according to my mum, one of the things that they stole was my uh, Rice Krispies record. And I believed that for decades until one day questioning it, I thought, why would thieves mm. breaking into a big church hall yeah. steal so Why would they take my You could flexibles? roll it up and put it in your pocket. Yeah. So there is but, that. But I, but I just think she was sick of hearing it. I, I think she was sick of hearing it, yeah. Yeah. I, I had records so. that went missing as a child. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were just played to death. They were. I they still have my Bear City Rollers album, though. Oh, that's good. I don't have my sooty one. I intend to replace it at some point. That was put in the bin. Mm. Yes. But, happy thoughts, because happy uh, today thoughts. today we're recovering from uh, Mike's journey to 1979 in the Crossroads Motel. Have you recovered <sighs> from that yet? Just about. That was uh, weapons grade. Special stuff. Very, very special. Very special stuff. Yes. But today... Yes. We're going, we're, uh, today we're venturing somewhere else into a true classic that I think we both appreciate. Well, what do you rem- remember from 1975? Nothing, I'm guessing, because you were um, born that year. April 1975, I remember thinking, another three weeks and I'll pop out. So, right. now, uh, this is three weeks before I was born. Um, so, I don't really remember anything. Apparently, the summer was hot. They generally were back then. No, but I mean, wasn't 75 a scorcher, wasn't it meant to be? I know 76 was. Oh, right. Okay. I remember that. Mm. Flying ants. Mm. And as the bloke next door used to say, it's the flying uncles you want to watch out for. 
I still think that's funny. That is quite funny. It is quite I, funny. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Um, however, um, yeah, a, uh, April the 16th, 1975 is where we find ourselves for the very first episode of Survivors. Now, Survivors is quite a special one, isn't it, dear? What's so special about Survivors to you? Because I adore this show. Oh, I, thumbnail, um, it's a global catastrophe mm. told through some very human stories. Mm. Really. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because they can't do that crap that we'd have now of CGI, of no. old cities. So... They focus in on character, and you don't miss any of that spectacle, we could call it. You don't no, miss it. No, not at all. You just don't miss it. Not at um, all. Not at all. Uh, so when when this program uh, was uh, was first coming on, it was trailed um, in the Radio Times, dear. Um, and this is what was said in the Radio Times. This is the Radio Times from the 12th to the 18th of April, 1975. And it says, in the same week that his latest Doctor Who story ends... Saturday, BBC One. That's the last episode of Genesis of the Daleks. Writer Terry Nation, pictured below with Daleks, has a new series, Survivors, Wednesday, BBC One, beginning. But they're two very different series, insists Nation, who talks to Chris Dunkley in our feature. Survivors has its roots in the future, as it were, but it's not science fiction. It's not going into the realms of the impossible. It's skating very close to the possible. Very. Very close, of course. Very, yeah. That's Very that's the close. terrifying aspect of it. I think it is, and I think that recent world events have possibly only added. Oh to yeah, that, haven't they? I mean, uh, I first watched it. I always watch it when I've got the flu, or well, not the flu. I've had the flu a couple of times. When you've had the flu, you know about it. Mm. Um, but when I've ever had, I've had the lurgy. Yeah, I've gone for one of these. Mm. The full series, the full hit, all the way up to. Philip Maddock turning up and being mad in oh, series yes. three. Yes. <laughs> You've got to have some of that. You've got to have some of that. Um, so as well as that, this is the way that on the, on the day, on the Wednesday, uh, the Radio Times said, the beginning of the end or the end of the beginning. For the 5% of people who lived through the global cataclysm, the fierce struggle was really on to remain. Survivors, 8-10. Oh. Wow. Interesting that it's on at ten past eight. I think we yes. need to remember that um, yes. because there's certain things in there which you think surely not at ten past eight. But and what night of the week was it on again? Wednesday nights. I knew it was a Wednesday because they always did a Wednesday serial, didn't they? And uh, do you remember when BBC Four did that series about twenty years ago, where they were? It was it was about the Sunday night slot. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. They the included cult survivors. Off, yeah. And yeah, yeah, the cult like, of survivors. That's right. Not a Sunday night. No. I knew it weren't a Sunday night. I felt it in my bones. No, it wasn't a Sunday. It just no, no, feels no. like a Wednesday. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. It's a Wednesday show. Yes. Mm. Home counties. Well, it's also a show, of course, that you can find the links for in the little description thing, wherever you found this, on iTunes or on YouTube. Um, it was remarkably easy to find. It's been up there for years. And I think yeah. it deserves a few more a few more views, doesn't it? Because it's amazing 100%. stuff. Um, there's there's an awful lot to talk about, but I suppose first of all, be- before we go into it, we've got to talk about this title sequence, haven't we? Oh, it's brilliant, genius art. Art yeah. is what it yeah. is, isn't it? It yeah. tells you yeah. 
everything. I If this show was on HBO or one of those modern things that I don't like. There'd be zombies. Well, there'd be zombies, obviously. This is, yeah, it's like that thing that's been on, isn't it? That makes you tense. That's really good, that. Yeah, it's really tense, though. Yeah, it is. But then there's episodes where nothing happens. Well, stuff does happen, but... Yeah, but but then they do jump scare thing. I don't like that. Yeah, they do. We don't need that sort of nonsense. You're getting all of that here. What you no. get, what you get here in this title sequence is you get everything you need to know that sets this show up, uh, and it's a work of genius, isn't it? It is absolutely. I just love so, it. Yeah, I love. Well, we can talk through it as it as oh, yeah. we play it, but uh, yeah, just. Anyway, we'll talk about it as we play it. From the days when title sequences... I mean, it's so rare these days to get a title sequence played out, isn't it? And it's that horrible thing that you get oh, on yeah. your Netflixes and that, where it says, do you want to skip the intro? No. Yeah, and credit squashing. Oh, on next episode you get on Netflix, don't you? <coughs> yes. And they, and they just start playing the thing. Yeah, don't like any of it. Here what? you don't get that. And I hate recaps, and I hate coming next... Mm. And they they show you the best bits of what's about to happen. It's like no, oh no, absolutely. <clears throat> Although it used to be handy at live TV doing the old um, Canary Wharf because the script Sundays. I mean, the episodes were meant to be twenty four minutes, but some days you get fourteen minutes filmed, and it's like that's enough, fourteen minutes. So then we'd do a sort of seven minute recap and a seven minute on the next episode of Canary Wharf. So it was quite handy for that. I think the longest we did was. was longest we did was a seven minute recap before an episode, and then you got two and a half minutes before the commercials. That you make was... it sound like it was some kind of rinky dink no. operation. High quality stuff. No, the high watermark of <laughs> independent British broadcasting. Yes. And talking of high water, I hope you've got yourself a goblet of piss. And I, sure. Yes, I've got a branded can of piss. There we go. So, if you're already at home, and I think we are ready here, we are um, indeed. hover over the play button and press play in three, two, one, go. Right, we're in. In we go. Marvellous. It's the music as well. And they used to play it in in the studio, didn't they, during rehearsals? They did. They used to listen to this to get them in the mood for it. And... Fabulous stuff. That would get you in the mood, wouldn't it? Oh. It's just the contagion spreading as well across the screen. That's it. It's it's beautifully done. I don't know who and did this. And this is great, sequence, isn't it? But... Just the stamps in the passport. It's so simple. Yeah. And a bit of a lie down. Tells you absolutely everything you need. There we go, and it boom, speeds boom, up. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, it's all okay. They're not going near us. We're all and fine. This is the oh, one. shit. The blood spilling across the That's screen. This. Beautiful. And we're in. We're in. Now, floor. this scene always trips people. I think it was designed to trip people up. There mm. she's playing tennis. Mm -hmm. And we know it's a story about a global mass die-off. Yeah. And she's playing tennis alone with a tennis machine yeah and it's like ah has it happened mm. is she forced to play like that but but no it's no, uh, no. it's just that she's got a very nice life well that's the other thing isn't it i think it's setting her up as this affluent character oh, yeah. immediately i think the way they set her up which is so important because this episode is, is all about seeing her go from what she is to nothing. And Christ, Caroline, 
She plays a house. It well. How many oh, houses have that. tennis courts? Those machines would have cost a fortune back then. Mm. And she's got a housekeeper. Yeah, we're in studio. There we go. Oh yes. Wall telephones were posh at home, weren't they? They were. They were. We didn't have had. one of those. No. We didn't have a phone. Didn't you? No. I remember my dad putting a phone extension kit in and there were wires all over the place. It was like being inside a really shit prop. I mean, just <laughs> tacked into the walls all over the bloody place. You know what I love about her performance is, is the bravery it must have taken. Because, of course, right now she's wearing a wig. Because she had her hair cut so short for the show that when they came to do these little bits of studio, and very little of Survivors is done in studio, is it? I think. I'm not sure if Carolyn Seymour's short hair predates Survivors. She always had short hair, didn't she? Did she? Yeah, well. What else would I have seen? Certainly post this. Or Survivors. I mean, in well, the Steptone some Step-tone. film, yeah. where she plays Zeta. Mm. Um. She may be wearing a wig in that. I'm not certain, but uh, it's a very realistic wig. Mm. But this is the days when the BBC had the costume department, but it also had the hair and wigs department. Yeah. They had departments for everything. You know, this whole sort of, like, hub, this universe of television, which just catered for everything. Absolutely. The stiff upper lip is uh, is weakening in the lower orders, but of course, um, you know the upper middle classes. Mm. Oh, no. no, but we're about three break. minutes in, and we're getting it already. Sort of, yeah. oh, we can't get through on the phone. Nation, Terry Nation loved uh, an apocalypse, didn't he? The 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 dialogue here is just <clears throat> there is no fat on it. And yet no. it doesn't seem clunky at all. No, for no, my no. money, at the very least. No, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. And Mrs. Overall will clear up the tennis racket and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Ah, yes. Here we go. I'd like a house And the old like Jensen Interceptor. Oh. Beautiful car. Yes. And that, again, money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a pop star car, that. I wonder whereabouts this village is. It'd be somewhere very nice. Because yeah. they filmed an awful lot in Monmouthshire, didn't they? From, from White Cross onwards in Series ah, right, 2, okay. they certainly did. Uh, well, this is the Hampton Court season, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And from about episode... I think the last time we get either any studio work or the mix of film and video, because this is, of course, on film now. The last time we get anything like that is about episode seven, and after that it's just all on videotape and all outside broadcast. What gets me is how it still manages to feel cosy. Well, it's the way it's filmed, isn't it? That's part of it. And the cars denoting status and 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and the very cosy setting. Mm. And it's nice people with nice voices. Very nice. Everyone's very, very nice. Mm. Which, of course, the programme got criticised for, didn't it? It was up in, yeah. uh, all of these middle-class voices. Yeah. Mm. And that anyone with a, from the lower orders was a thief or a vagabond. Yes. Here we are, Brimpsfield Station. Mm. Here he comes. The old place is going to pop. He got through quick, didn't he? Mm. If it's the same fella. Oh no, we had full manning then. <laughs> it's set it up so well. Brilliant. You've had your figure of authority in the doctor uh -huh. telling you everything's going mental mm. then another authority figure yeah and now the stiff upper lip is is wavering ever so slightly it is but also in the station master there we've got he appeared about a year later in the good life where penelope keith's character has a gazebo put up in the in the garden a little arbor as she calls it and he's a workman in that oh i've got a little arbor yeah <laughs> Uh, the Volvo also appeared in The Good Life, as we'll see later. It did, didn't it? Yeah. I always wanted a Jensen Interceptor. Really? Oh, yeah. Reliant made a kind of cheap version called the Scimitar, mm. which, again, is a beautiful car. You're right, there's no fat on this, is there? None. I mean, seven minutes in, nearly eight. You shit your pants if that came on the radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes, I absolutely would. In fact, we all did when Boris came on the television. Well, we did. but And I think that was the last time I actually watched... Uh, last time I shit my pants. Yeah, last time, uh, <laughs> not the first. Won't be the last. No, it was. It was the last time I did a, a rewatch of Survivors. It felt like the right thing to do. As we oh, straight on down. when that happened. Yeah, straight I on. Love that that picture of uh, three of them on. It's Dennis Lill and uh, Lucy Fleming, who's just there on the left, and they're all on horseback with Hubert. And it, that's what I felt like going to Morrison's yeah. during lockdown. I yeah. loved it. But Wormley and his men would be patrolling in a Land Rover. Ooh, wouldn't like them. It's got to be law and order. Uh, so, we've met one of the key characters in Carolyn Seymour. This is yep. Lucy Fleming on the left. Lucy Fleming is the daughter of, let's get this right, Celia Johnson from Brief Encounter and Ian Fleming, creator of James Bond. Correct. So she's from Jolly Good Stock. Good, solid, dependable people in a crisis. Proper dependable people. It's what we like. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm so tempted to jump ahead of myself because there's so much about this dynamic that I love, mm. and I'm gonna hold my tongue. Okay. I mean, you know, when you actually dig down mm. below an iconic level, you know. Of a BBC sort of studio drama here, 
Mm. What that girl in the bed is going through is terrifying. Oh. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because the nurses, they know, they've seen it. Mm. They've seen what's going on. Mm. And now she's ill. Yeah. It's just like, whoa. Horrific. That's... However, ah, here's some and here he is. There here he go. comes. Star of the show, Mr. Peter Bowles. Get him contracted for 13 episodes, says Terence Dudley, naturally. Of course. I like how he's just cross. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Bloody world's ended. I couldn't get a train. I've been travelling for about six or seven hours. Darling, you must be exhausted. I'm too angry. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's you. There's, uh, it is. There's something, oh, there's something so comforting about Peter Bowles, isn't there? Love him. I'm a, I'm, I, it's a toss-up between him and Jeffrey Palmer mm. as to whom I feel the most safe with. Yeah. And like Jeffrey in Silorians? Yes, yeah. Mm. I think I think I would feel most safe with Jeffrey. Yeah, because you know Peter, he'd be on the piss, wouldn't he? would be like, just have a, yeah, I'd just get pissed. That's precisely that, yeah. If he was yeah. babysitting you, he'd go, you ever yeah. tried whiskey? Oh, just have a whiskey and a Tom Thumb cigar. It'd be that, yeah. Yeah. So I think in terms of safety, it would be Jeffrey Palmer. It would have to be Jeffrey. But if it was it excitement, it would be Peter. Well, you'd sort of suspect someone was going to kick off at any time with Peter knocking about. You would, yeah. Hmm. He's still, he's still uh, moving and as soon as, as well. he gets in, I know he's still moving, but as soon as he gets in, he's driving. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful piece of Victorian uh, Alcantha um, moulding there. See, the authority's creeping in, and that's when you get frightened. Mm. This is a lovely scene as well. It is. With the with the gridlock and the streets. Yeah. but And um, just a guy dead. But what's lovely with that little sequence there is there's maybe ten cars used in total, yeah. but the extra car horns and the lighting makes you think it's the whole yeah. street. Now, with this one, if you watch, and I've never identified them, um, but you'll see some of the extras go through twice uh, <laughs> because of the way, because of course they shot each scene a few times. So He's you do great, get to see he? some extras going through twice. He is. Um, now then, where is the line that I adore? It's key. It's pivotal. Still suave. Actors were suave then, weren't they? Mm. He's got a touch of the Ronnie Allens going on. More than a touch. Mm. Again. It's been emphasized. There's a bloke in the car dead when you walk past, Joss. Yeah. 
Oh dear. Can't you just come around and see her? There must be something you could give her. Oh, it's not in this scene, the line. And will the Rawlinsons be coming to, di to dinner this evening, isn't it? It's very nice. It is. And it's and nice it's camera work. I like that. A lovely swoop around to show the whole set off. And these are good sets. These are sets Brilliant. that would do for a full series of 13. We just spotted a ceiling. Yeah, we are. Just something that you start to get. In the we were talking about that earlier today, weren't we? It's we the were. sort of crap we talk about. Um, yes. But usually it's ITV programmes. BBC doesn't put ceilings in often. Whereas Thames loved a ceiling. So you've always got your ceilings in Special Branch and Callan. Not yeah. so much BBC shows, though. I love how he's affronted by bacon and egg. Yeah. Oh, I'd love a bit Global of apocalypse. Ooh, what about the filet mignon? Mm. That'd be you. Mm. Well, I, I was furious when Amazon were delayed by, what, 24 hours? <laughs> during, the, during the lockdown. Suddenly Prime didn't mean Prime, did it? Prime meant two days. It's not what I pay for. So there was no lockdown. It was just poor people bringing things to rich people. Well, you know. They did very well. Yes. I love that. Yeah. The All these people have died life. in various places, but you don't think anything of it. And it's true, you don't. They're not people we know, though, are they? That's it. Till it's knocking on your door and it's in France. Then brown trousers on. Yeah. From memory, the cooker's working. I didn't, I didn't catch it when she lit the stove, but I'm certain that, that she's actually cooking. Oh yeah, no, it's a, it's a working cooker. Yeah. All I'm allowed to say is that, seeing as you confined to school, I've been assigned a top secret mission. Because doesn't she say in an interview that during the recording of the scene, it, it spat at her and she got fat in go. her eye and kept going? Yeah. And I thought so. I thought she did yeah. the cooking. <clears throat> The old Yacht Boy radios. That's a proper radio, that. that's a lovely mm. radio. My nan used to tell me about walking to school with her dad and they'd walk past the house and everyone had died in the house. And she'd been oh. at school with the kids the week before. A From flu. the flu pandemic in 1918. Oh, good God. That's sobering. I mean, imagine being a child growing up in that. You'd sort of, uh, you'd grow up very quickly. Oh, oh, you would, absolutely. She talked about entire families being wiped out. Yeah. How bad do you think it is? Peter would just have a scotch. He would. Yeah. At nine in the morning, walking the kids' school, yes. he'd uh, consult the hip flask. That's it. I think it's worth saying as well, doesn't Terry Nation do a good first episode? Of everything he does. Well, considering his Doctor Who story is just sort of the singular story, aside yeah, from Genesis. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over. It's surprising when you see him really get his teeth into something else, because this is brilliant. This is, uh, it's beautifully written. Mm. But then beautifully I think, cast. Yeah, and first episode of Blake 7 as well. Blake 7's first episode is stunningly well written yeah. stuff. He's a very capable guy. 
I love but this then, line. Then, is it here? Come on, get to it. Things like that. You know, it just never occurred to me when I lived in London. The city's like a great big pamphlet. <laughs> Love that. Thousands of people cleaning it and cleaning it and making sure it's <laughs> Brilliant. And so true. Yeah. They have. Well, that's true. Anyway, we're all right living in the country. Got a deep freeze full of food. We go to fires and taste a sense of heat. Plenty of scotch. We're right. Bugger. Oh. Yeah, it's in this scene, the line from Jen. It's brilliant. Do you remember the lighting state change when the candle goes out, though? Mm. Mm. Just be so frightened. Here we go. Boom! And then someone switches the light on, don't they? Yeah. On the other side of the room. Whoop! There we go! <laughs> <laughs> That is a killer line. Mm. Like you say, as a doctor or a nurse, if you knew you had it, it's a bit like Graham Chapman when he knew what he had wrong with him and he yeah. knew what it was going to do. Yeah. John Gleeze has talked about that, hasn't he, in interviews, the fact that he knew what was going to happen next. That's yeah. just, whoa. No. Don't fancy that. There's another lovely line coming up. You could be one of the lucky ones, but you see, in every disease there are certain Which was used all the time on the UK gold trails for this. Right. So gripping. It's But what I love I love the line. I love the delivery. And when I first saw that little clip, my assumption was he's one of the lead characters because mm. he delivers it so well. He does one episode. Yeah. But he's such a competent, strong actor. And I forgot oh, his bloody name down. But we'll check him at the end. But... His bedside manner's still there. Oh, yeah. and, and the character's consistent. Mm. Of course, Peter Ball's wears stripy pyjamas. 
Well, of course he does. Of course he does. Sat and they're his home. own, I have no doubt. That yes. The same ones he'd have brought in, then a few years later, Penelope yes. Keith would say, oh, Peter, you've brought them to the Manor Ball as well. Yes. yes. Lights off. I'd like that. Well, I wouldn't like it in this scenario. No, not in this scenario, but I'd like to be, you know, Peter Bowles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that house. Yeah. That'd do. Yeah. It would. It, it really would. Properly. Yeah. Jensen Interceptor. Yeah, Jensen Interceptor. You'd have to go into London every day. Uh, not now, because you've got the internet. He'd be working from home. So, this but now, and no illness. This but now, and without the actual concept of survivors. Sound. So, probably the, I don't know, the, the year leading up to this. This Peter scene's Bowles terrifying. Ideal. Yeah, oh, yeah. This scene is just, you know, brigands. Mm. Roaming mm. the streets. Don't like them. Common. No. Straight away, we know they're common because of the accent. Well, yes, of course. They're not our sort of people, are they, dear? Not BBC sorts. There's no stripy pyjamas for these lads. Absolutely not. No. They remind me of... Do you remember that public information film as a kid? Do you know where your lad's going out at tonight? Do you not remember that? No, I don't remember that. And he'd go out front terrifying. Door. It was terrifying. Oh, no. Go on, my son. <laughs> oh, no. That's a lovely shot. That yeah. Bird's eye shot. Oh, oh dear. It's a very well-designed set. Oh, it's brilliant. I wonder what else it was used for. Surely not just this. Probably just this, and then everything goes back into storage and it's painted over. Yeah. And they would just... You know, the way they did it, of course, was that this set would have been put up overnight. She had all your scene shifters, and they started, I think they came on at 10 o'clock, and their job was to take the set down that was in studio and put the next one up, including painting the floors and everything. Bloody and man. have it ready for camera rehearsals first thing in the morning. Then they do all go home. It's just... I like that bit. Mm. The going home bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd like being there at three in the morning and watching the house come together. Oh, Whack. done that before. Bleh. Jenny's getting the fuck out of the city. Very mm. wise. And because you've had that emphasised at the start that authority's broken down, mm. the jeopardy is just so much more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, because it's TV, we've got to see what's going on so the street lamps are functional. Mm. Um, but one of the great things about this series is the lighting, mm. even though I took the piss when the candle went out in yeah, the yeah. flat before. But you only notice that because the rest of it's so exemplary. Mm. He's totally believable as the village the doctor. doctor. 
Absolutely. Everyone, everyone, every single bit of casting. Yeah. There is not a bad performance in this. Not one. This episode is just... This scene is so well acted. Mm. The thought process. Watch the changing balls. He doesn't shift his head. worries about passing on the lurgy here and no dialogue nope. not needed chaps what like well, it re it emphasizes you know his wife's died it's like what the hell do you say nothing in this case Driving round, swigging scotch. Yeah. Not much else you can do. No. I wonder. Well, what would you do, do you think, under those circumstances? After the soiling? After, after you've cleaned up, scraped, scraped yourself down. <sighs> God, man. I mean, what would I do? I'd probably do what everyone else was thinking of doing and getting out of the, you know, built-up areas. Because mm. if you think about it, in those situations, you just need one handy lad, like we see with uh, Wormley in mm. episode two, is it? Yes, he comes in. It is. Um, you just need, like, that, and they just assume control. And, mm. and like he said about uh, the cholera and the dead bodies and stuff like that. Mm. This is a good passage of time as well. Well, it, it's it's brilliant, but I think it's also it's an important passage of time because, of course, all the clocks stop and everything, and suddenly it's like if you woke up then, you wouldn't know what date it was. No. You wouldn't have a clue. Tiffany Lamp. And the sound's designed really well, isn't it? You know, you've had the storm, now you've got mm. birds singing. Yeah. So another day's gone by, birds singing again. I used to wake up feeling like that. Mm. Kudos to the makeup designer, it must be mm. said. Here's the first big shock. Well, yeah, because of course, as we've established, if you're going to get Peter Bowles, you sign him up for all 13 episodes of your series. Of course. Major star at the time. But the broken glass is not cleared up and the phone's off the hook. Mm. 
The cheese is mouldy. Yes. One must assume Peter's gone to a party or something. Yes. Something like that. Out with the doctor. Yes. Hip flask each. That's it. The way the reveal's done as well. It is, yeah. Straight for the scotch. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, no, she's after a tonic water, isn't she? Whoa. Look at that. For a reveal. In the mirror. And we see it as she sees it. And that's it. That's that's your Peter Bowles for the series. Yep. Doing a Jeffrey Palmer in the Salurians. Yeah. It's quite a shocking thing, that one. And now she encounters a member of the lower orders. Yes. Ah. Old Talfrin. Talfrin Thomas. Who apparently had his teeth done and her transplants and everything just before he died, didn't he? (laughs) Really? Oh, no. Yeah, I can't think what that's on. Oh. I think it's on one of these uh, Survivors DVDs. Oh, right, okay. You know, an interview. Yeah. With, um... Can't think of his name now. Come to me. Hmm. Well, Telford Thomas, of course, briefly was a star of Dad's Army. He was. Um, after James Beck died, they brought him in. Yeah. Um, it's Private Cheeseman, I think. That's him. Uh, he played. And um, John Laurie hated him because he was too <laughs> funny. <laughs> and he kept getting laughs, which, as far as John Laurie was concerned, was an outrage. And so John Laurie gave um, Perry and Croft the thing of it's either him or me. And that was so they got rid of Telford Thomas. Well, they would. You're oh, keeping yes. John Laurie all day. You you would. But he's good, Telfrin, isn't he? He's brilliant. He, he's he in a Henry Rawlinson end film. Yes, yeah. He's in he's everything. Though. Nigel Nice. There we go. <laughs> It's a refreshing lack of incidental music. Mm. God, that would ruin it. Wouldn't it? It's like the new Doctor Who. Hasn't the new Doctor Who just got music throughout? Oh, it has. It has. Uh. It has. And earlier on, we were, before we came on air, we were talking about Callum. Um, And with those DVDs, and I said Wet Job, that one that's called Callum Wet Job, um, is like, you've got to have it to be complete. But ATV did it as a one-off, and it's filled with incidental music, and it destroys it. Absolutely I mean, original Doctor Who did have incidental music, but it was never intrusive. Well, no, and you get like maybe 20 minutes written for a whole four-parter. Yeah. And that'd be a lot, and it would be spaced out and reused and stuff like that. It's very bombastic, the new series, isn't mm. it? But, I mean, it's got to be. 
It has to be Game of Thrones and all and that zombie thing um, and all that. You know, the, the Last of Us. They all have that now. I can't the remember orchestral. The Last of Us has music. Oh, it's got music. I'm sure. Yeah, it has. It has. Oh, now this is lovely. Mm. This is. And brave, because of course at the time, 1975, a hell of a lot more people would have gone to church oh, yeah. and believed. And all of a sudden you've got this idea of sanctuary within the church, but as Abby discovers, there isn't any. Nope. All it's dead. just that. Just that. And now, is it now we get the line? Yes! I love this. And it's not overplayed at all. It's that slow zoom out is just magnificent. Yeah. Just emphasizing she's nothing. She's just in the middle of everything, but she's nothing. Oh god, it's good. Oh, it's stunningly good. I want to watch them all now. Mm. And probably will have a couple after this, I'm afraid. Yeah. And there's the uh plot device isn't it I mean Peter's Pizza. Uh, her uh, objective mm-hmm. that's it so it's got that lovely quest element of a story mm. so how many days have passed the doctor said what was it seven is the well, crisis if you've lived seven days yeah so but Lucy, the, sorry. well, Lucy would maybe have been what are they immune if she was immune to it? But she's been walking for a week, hasn't she? Right, about. But we're not sure, are we? And that's what's no. lovely here is time starts to just become less. Well, important. yeah. There's in one episode, I think I'm right in saying the, there's a discussion about not knowing the date, mm. and um, Greg is emphasising why it's important because they've mm-hmm. got to grow food and. Yep. You need to know when to plant and when to harvest. Now, ten years ago, this would be the end of the first episode. They'd meet. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it wouldn't be. The first episode of Survivors would take ten hours to tell on, on Disney Plus or something. Yeah. Poor Jenny. Very practical, though, Abby, as well. Oh. Straight up to the school. Oh, yes. He's fantastic, the schoolmaster. Isn't he Peter, someone or other? Peter Copley, we are coming Peter up Copley, to. Absolutely. Yeah. Peter Copley. Um, married thrice, I believe. Um, I think his first wife was... An actress called Pamela Brown, who was quite well known in World War Two films, and she divorced him, um, and wh- uh, she then she married, you know, Michael Powell, the director. Mm. She married Michael Powell, right? But Copley's brilliant, um, mm. and uh, you know, 
working pretty much until he died, which is in 2008, where he was 93. I, said, I can remember him doing an episode of Casualty probably not that long before he died. Um, and he was stunning in it. But he's, oh, he's God, he was you. good. Absolutely. I mean, aside from... Was it Terence Dudley's children that are in it? Mm-hmm. The casting's pretty good. Ah, well, no, because you've got... Let's see. So Terence Dudley's son, Stephen, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Is, is it Peter that he... No, it's not Peter. What's the name of the kid? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. John. He's Stephen it's Dudley, John. isn't he? The John. actor. And the other girl's, and the girl's Lizzie. It's yeah, John she's Lizzie. good. Uh, he, now, she's dreadful. not Terence Dudley's uh, offspring. No, that's right. She I meant is, him. She's Jack Ronda, who's one of the writers. Yeah. She's his daughter, but she only does the first two series because then she's better than him. Oh, and she he is. Freely admits it when he's yeah, being yeah, interviewed. Yeah. He's like, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Terence Dudley's an interesting chap. We shall we shall discuss Terence Dudley, but not until we've seen. Pardon me. A little bit of of Peter Copley here. Who you'd assume is just another corpse. I'd jump out of my fucking skin. Oh, yeah. He's not answered a single question. No. Isn't it? Copley's stunning. Oh. He's, a, he's so good. And it's a lovely long scene as well, isn't it? So mm. it feels like almost a complete miniature play. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there a continuity error here? Go on. She was at the school in daytime, and we're not done at the school yet, and it's night time. No, that, that's... that's um... That's Lucy. I know. But we're going to go back to the school in a second. And it'll still be daytime. Will it? Oh. Uh-huh. Do we see her leaving the school? Does it, do we not get passage of time? If we don't. Not sure, not sure. Oh, interesting. We shall find out. He's a face we know. He is. Unless Abby stays the night at the school. 
Could be that. Can't remember. My memory is she's still in that room with him. Well, she's still in the room, definitely. So. And again, we get the this next scene with with Peter it sets the whole premise up for the series, doesn't it? About how would ah, it's you? Night, the. Ah, right there we are. Yeah, that's good. I love how she's having a fag. Yeah, it's that question: <laughs> How would you survive? Comes up here, which is beautifully done. Yeah. Oh, this speech mm. he gives here. Mm. For my own part, I may make. I can't remember what he says. Oh. This is great stuff, isn't it? After many, many years, but that would be simply scavenging, wouldn't it? And a constantly diminishing supply. What is important is learning again. Things you've never even needed to <coughs> That. Could you make that? Where does the raw material come from? Do you know? Well, some sort of oil product, I suppose. Or before that, tallow or animal fat. But could you make something as simple as a candle? I could probably find out. It must be in a book somewhere. All right, take it from there. A book will tell you how electricity is generated, but could you do it? Right from the very beginning. Find the metal in the earth, dig it up, refine it, turn it into wire. Could you make a car start for a light bulb? You'll need to know every part of every process. A carpenter, a man who works in wood, he doesn't chop down the trees, he doesn't forge the steel for his saw. Could he make a hammer? Nails? For myself, I could perhaps fashion some sort of stone tool. <laughs> you really are that primitive. Incredible, isn't it? We're of the generation that landed a man on the moon, and the best we can do is talk about making tools out of stone. What you call the stockpile of things will merely give us a little breathing space. Perhaps several generations, but in that time, all the old crafts and skills must be learned. We must learn. Yes, well, I'm it's good. No mm. blame her. Mm. Although, you know, if you could, if you could establish your own little community, ah, here we are. Well, Law of the jungle, though. Do you think what? you or I? Do you think you or I would rise to the top in that scenario? Well, 
I, I'd like, I could try. Do you think we'd make stupid jokes and get thumped a few times and then sit in the corner quiet? I reckon I might get killed. Mm. I reckon they'd kill me. But yeah, I'd if, be tied to a tree. Yeah. But if they left. didn't, if they didn't, then I think it'd be quite nice. If you, you know, in some sort of like rudimentary government. With you running island, it, of course. Well, sensible policies for a happier Britain or whatever we rename the country and in the wake of the disaster. I love this bit now. This is such a great uh, comment mm. about what is actually of benefit. Mm. And the real reason he wanted her to keep her distance. Mm. Even in death, I will not relinquish my grip. Is it tins of ravioli? Is it fire lighters? What of use is there in here? Ah. Paper money. <laughs> it's a great comment, isn't it? It is. As Phil Collins said in the film Buster, Bandle Survivors. Abby's very practical, though. She's ditching the gas, guz gas guzzler. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's grabbing the Volvo. Yeah. Filling containers with water. Mm-hmm. remember um, being told a story uh, Neil Innes was recording mm. in the studio and Kevin Ur's soft machine was also in the studio and uh, he catched a lift to Euston off him and so Neil said yes of course so he got in Neil's Volvo and the first thing out of his mouth was of course come the revolution the Volvo drivers will be the first to be shot <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a very pleasant journey apparently no imagine not we had some risque f uh, shower action, though, didn't we? We did, and I yabbered all over it. Well, that's okay. I, I listened to you, but I was looking at Carolyn. Yes, my eyes were elsewhere. How long's this been on for now? About half an hour? Uh, no, 48 minutes. Oh, good God. I know. We're nearly at the end. However, we're still before the nine o'clock watershed, which, you know, you wouldn't have expected to have seen the shower now, would you? Oh, it was very tastefully done. Well... I remember seeing Carrie on abroad before nine o'clock, and that wasn't tastefully done with Barbara no, Windsor. Nothing, nothing. You've missed a bit. <laughs> this is a magnificent ending to the series, though. What you're going to mm. see now? Yeah. Back to the to the episode. Yeah. Then comes the music. I love the music at the end. Mm. Just growing. Those. Has this never gone out on vi uh, vinyl? No. There wasn't wow. a full version released. The house is on fire. Purification. I always love how the credits start. I don't know why I love it so much. They just, mm. they're just in, and the action yeah. continues. They roll up on some of the in the later series. Mm. I think don't they? They have a roller. But this is but, great. This yeah, is the way yeah. to do it. Yeah. You got all That's the folding going on. Everything that you need right there for a series. Christopher Reich was our uh, handsome doctor, I think. Or oh, was he? Or was it yes. Callum Mill? Or No, Dr. Oh, Gordon was the guy in the village, I think. Right. 
<sighs> Love this. Oh, yeah. Bop, 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 bop. <sighs> they couldn't make a show like this now. Anthony Isaac's music. The bells. Hmm. I love the bells on this. It's perfect. It's just hopeful, isn't it? Yeah, as well as it all is. the other. Here we go, crescendo. Terence and who did this one? Pennant Penance. Roberts. Pennant Roberts, who directed everything. Wow. There we go. Terence Dudley. We should talk about, shouldn't we? He was an interesting. A uh, chap who fell out with almost everybody <laughs> on everything he did, because um, he starts. Let's see, he was he produced Doom Watch, which was the uh, the the uh, not Love Child. What's the phrase? I can't Sorry, not yeah, what? Not Love Child. It was the brain brain thing. child. Is it? Is that a phrase? Brain child. It is. Yes. Why am I thinking it's not? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Know. So um, that's the brainchild of. Kit Peddler and Jerry Davis and Terence Dudley is producing that one and then after the first series said right I want to do it like this from now on and the writers are like that's not what the series is about no it doesn't matter <laughs> so Terence Dudley decides to do something else with it and it lasts two series and then dies on its ass. Survivors you get to the end of series one and Terence Dudley goes no I want to do something else with it and Terry Nation goes we're, we're doing this no we're doing this mm. and it lasts another two series um so and and he does put his son in almost everything. Uh, is he's in a first episode of Do- of Doomwatch called Tomorrow the Rat, uh, where he sits in his buggy. He must be all of one year old, saying the one word that he knows as a baby, which is pussy, which he says repeatedly. There you go. Well, that says a lot. We should mention whilst we're here mm. the fantastic book, The End of the World. It's a wonderful uh, book, all about survivors there, and needs the reprinting. Th- yeah, it if could it's do still going for stupid money, it needs reprinting. But not going for stupid money, going for believe it, about twelve quid at the moment is the box set mm. of survivors, all three series of survivors. Without the extras, episode. you told me. Without the extras, you don't That's get the extras. Crazy. It's really sad, isn't it, that they haven't done that? I think you've got that documentary that you mentioned. Yeah. yeah, you've got the cult of survivors. You've yeah. got some photo galleries um, of BBC publicity stills and Lucy Fleming's photographs, and that's it. Mm. You don't get the cine film, you don't get any commentaries, you don't get any interviews, you don't get any, got nothing, mate. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. So well, that was a treat. That was a treat, wasn't it? Go on, mem- that was a treat. If you had to pick one bit out, what Bloody would yours... Could be anything. Could be anything. Could be a bit of dialogue. It could be a performance. It could be a camera shot. It could be anything. Actually, I don't know if I can do one. I can do two, maybe. Ooh, at a push. What would you go with? Gun to me head. I would... Yeah, gun to your head. The Peter Copley scene is just poetic. Mm. There's so much in there. Yeah. Um, But I, I really... I love that line where she uh, tells the doctor, you know, you've been having an affair with her for two years. It's just, mm. It just flips the whole dynamic. Mm. Um, and once you've seen that, the first scene can't be viewed, really, with the naivety that you see it no. the first time, really. No, it there's can't. an entire dynamic going on there. What about you? Um, I think it's got to be, it's that 
camera shot that goes mm. up and up and up when she comes out of the church. She says, please, God, don't let me be the only one left. I think that that is yeah. just, that was shivers down the spine first yeah. time I saw that shot. Yeah. I just thought, that's beautiful. Pennant Roberts, you clever chap. That's yeah. lovely stuff. Especially against the backdrop of, you know, a Norman church. Mm. The very bedrock. That's it. There for a thousand years, but it couldn't protect you. No. You know, it, oh, it's it's such a rich series. And, and the and reveal of Peter's death. Oh, well, yes. That's I mean, beautifully done. Beautifully you, done. And you wouldn't expect it, because it's Peter no. Bowles. Yeah. Peter Bowles just doesn't die. No. That's ridiculous. And that's why so, he does, because that's why, yeah. the programme makers obviously wanted the viewer to think, oh, shit, anything can happen in this. Because mm. there is a safety now when you watch a new series. You know that the the big star isn't going to croak. Well, exactly. If it's that, if it's Sarah Lancashire in a new police drama, you know that she'll survive to the end every yeah. time. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. here, Survivors is, has got a high body count, hasn't it? Really? Oh God, yeah. It's got. It's remarkable the way it dispatches well, they get, people. Uh, they get rid of the banker in the first mm. half hour. Yeah. Yeah, gone. It's it's stunning. I was having a chat with Kevin McNally the other week, who was <laughs> in this, um, asking him because he's in. Is it series two where he's in one with Pat Trout? All right, Uncle. That's it. And I was asking him about that one, um, and what is he remembers? And he says, first of all, he remembers it was very cold, mm. but then he just remembers being present and watching these other actors work and learning from them, because it was quite early in his career, and watching Troughton especially and just looking at how he did things. Um, but then, as he also said to me, you know, the the reason that you get someone like Patrick Troughton in there would have been he'd have looked and gone, well, it's not too far from home, so I can be there and back in a day. <laughs> and that would be it. <laughs> Fantastic. Just makes me love him even more. It does. It does. So... There we go. That was yeah. a treat, wasn't it? That was stunning. That especially yes. after the disappointment of Crossroads. Uh, we, got... I know you love it, and I don't mean to shit on your things, but no, oh, you've got to. You've got to. This is crafted, right? Survivors is crafted, beautifully made television. You know, they've mm. they've spent money on it. They've taken their time on it. It's their big new prestige Wednesday mm. night BBC One. I love the fact that just up the M6, though, they were going, oh, it'll do. That's, yeah. There's something joyous about that. That's a, uh, will it, can, it go, can it go out? Yeah, go on, why not? But you do have a sort of... You, you do have your flirtations with vulgarity, don't you? You like your vulgarity. A touch of the vulgar. I'd be yes. sat watching the vulgar from the back seats in the wig and the velvet, though. Well, yeah, and... Crossroads is vulgar. Yes. It's not vulgar at all. It is vulgar. It's not vulgar. It's got Noel Gordon in. How can it be vulgar if it's got Noel Gordon and Roddy? Yeah, see. Roddy Uh, wouldn't do anything vulgar. I think that you'll find that they are quite sort of kitsch icons. No, I disagree. No, they are. They're very kitsch. The whole show is kitsch. Well, it's magnificent. It's old and therefore it's better good than It's good old-fashioned, honest-to-British rubbish. Exactly. Precisely. Of Unlike Survivors, is. which is magnificent. Certainly is. I wonder yes. if it was sold to the US. I could see that going well over there. Mm. Well, I know that... Well, of course, there was a, new, a remake of Survivors, wasn't there, in 2008? Oh, God, that was terrible. 
Wasn't it awful? How oh could you go so wrong? God, it was terrible. There was there was none of that where the sort of names were croaked in the first episode, no. which totally and utterly just unsettles the viewer. There were lots of CGI bits, though, to go, oh, look, London's devastated. Mm. But you don't I mean, need them. Dimly lit. That's couple it. couple of scrotes. That's it. That's the all you need. I mean, there. The jeopardy's uh, there. What's lovely about this episode of Survivors is you've always got that thing, haven't you, in, in television of show, don't tell. Mm. Survivors doesn't do that. Survivors tells and doesn't show, but it tells so effectively that what's you that believe Alfred, it. The Alfred Jarry quote, the guy who wrote Ubu Wah, uh, it's something about if you describe everything to the audience, mm. then once we have a name for something, humans, we can just put it over there and forget about it. Mm. So don't let let the audience participate in the drama mm. unfolding. Yeah, you know, and Absolutely. and this does. Yeah, it really it you know it Terry tells Nation's you. Fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean he tells you these things, and it just builds this picture up as to just how fucked everything is. But and just then he kills Peter Bowles, and he kills Peter Bowles. It's the end of the world. That is that's it. There is no safety net if Peter Bowles is dead. No. That's before Dennis Lil turns up trying to have sex oh. with everything. Oh. I love you, you love me. <laughs> I love that episode. I think um, he's fantastic, in it? Dennis He's Lil a Kiwi, is isn't he? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Very convincing is. Welshman. Oh, yeah. Absolutely stunning actor. He's brilliant. If you wish to see a spot of Peter of uh, Dennis Lil, then uh, here he is on the back of the Survivors of uh, DVDs. Um, I can't recommend this set enough. I, well, I can actually. I'd recommend you got the one that Michael got because it's got extras on, but that costs about a thousand pounds. Is it really? Is it expensive? It's re- that you cannot get that for love nor money. That set, you wow. can't. It's infuriating. But I just bought it on a whim because people were going. I mean. Yeah, we had the internet, didn't we? Yeah. It was the site. It was that guy, um, Rich Cross, and uh, is it Andy Priestley? Mm-hmm. Who wrote the book? Yeah. The website. Mm. I don't know what for. It was probably Mausoleum Club. Mm. People on there going on about it, and they were like, here's a website. And you had a look at the website, and you're like, this looks insanely good. Yeah. Actually, I think that DVD set came out when the... Cult of Survivors show heard. Really? I think so. Well, it was certainly out. Well, I don't know when that was. But that was probably no like 2008 or something. So. No, it was earlier than that. It was early doors. That it was like 2004, maybe pre that, maybe 2002. Okay. Shall I have a yeah, look? It's Shall 20 look? years ago, dear. No, absolutely not. No, 20 years not ago was 1991. It. And it's not. It is. I'm still young. Yes. Well, you are still young and vital. Yeah, I think we so. both are. I think so. Absolutely. Firm of fetlock. Absolutely. Anyway, yes. well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us on our uh, little watch thank of Survivors. You. I'm sure that we'll be doing uh, another of these very soon. I don't know what it's going to be next. No. Maybe people should write in and suggest. Maybe people could suggest things to us, absolutely. So that would be very nice. And you can do that by contacting us on the, you know, through the website there on the bottom of the screen. Ah, yes, yes. Um, so feel free to drop us a line uh, via the website and with your recommendations of what we should watch. Um, that mustn't include The Godfather. That's a note for London Raider. So, no. Maybe K9 and Company. 
Oh, that's better than the Godfather. Substantially. Infinitely. Infinitely. Yeah, Canine and Company. That might have to be one. Anyway, until, however, we sit down and do this again, uh, it's a very very firm and gentlemanly goodbye from a colleague, Mr. Livesley. And it's a goodbye from him, Mr. Carmichael. Bye. Goodbye.